The new year is here, and like years past, it's packed with releases. What are some to look forward to? We'll discuss this week on Fire Footwear. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fire Footwear, the first of 2023. I am your host, Maddie Ice, and I want to say right out front, I hope that you are having a happy new year, and I hope that ringing in the new year was as safe as it could be for you. I know in my younger years, I would go out and have a great time. As I've gotten older and become much more of a homebody, it's nice to be at home and sort of relax with the people that you love or the person that you love and kind of be able to do what you want without all of the hoopla and all of the drama sometimes that comes from going out on New Year's. However, last week we recapped 2022, not just in drops, but in my personal life and just in the world of sneakers in general. A lot of things happen that sort of intertwine between the sneaker world and the real world. The news becoming one with the sneaker world in terms of Kanye, Kyrie, Balenciaga, Many of these headlines that made the news that were really in the Twitter space and in social media and were, I think, in other people's headspaces besides those of us who love sneakers. And we also talked about some of the biggest drops, some of the returns like Travis Scott, the Travis Scott mocha releases that actually broke sneakers because of how many people entered the lottery. So many things were worth noting in 2022. I also talked about my sneaker of the year and my sneaker of the year was the Pistachio Union Dunks. I have not seen it anywhere on the best of list for any particular outlet or medium, but honestly, it's a subjective list. And that's kind of the point, isn't it? And that's one of the things that I like. Like I said, we recapped 2022 last week. We talked about notable drops. With 2022 in the rearview mirror, it's time to look forward to the new year and its releases. And hopefully, as I said, the new year is going to treat you well. As always, there are a ton of releases to look forward to. All of the major brands that we expect to be out there and at the forefront of sneakers are going to give us as many drops as you can think of, as many different types of colorways, types of silhouettes, and there's a lot of things that really should not be a surprise. We've obviously heard and seen some of the things that are going to release in the spring. Pretty soon, we're going to be seeing the summer releases. We're already seeing photos. We're already seeing teased images of these. And of course, we are going to continue to see leak after leak of possible releases coming up. But I want to break it down kind of brand by brand, almost brand by brand. I want to go through some of the major brands and silhouettes that we all can be accustomed to and should actually expect. And then I want to talk about some things that maybe we might see. Let's talk about Air Jordan. Air Jordan is going to have another big year. They're going to continue on this trend. This is 40 something years now of history or almost 40 years of history. And we know what to expect here. We're going to see love given to a lot of the old school silhouettes. I'm talking about ones. We're probably going to see some twos. I think we're going to see doubling down on twos because 2022 ha, was honestly the year of the Jordan 2. And I say that because we saw really a return of it. And we saw a lot of hype around some releases. We also saw a lot of Jordan 2s sit. None of that is actually surprising to me because I think that the Jordan 2 is one of the most underrated Air Jordans of the early lineage. A lot of people don't appreciate them because they don't look like anything around them. They didn't look like the Jordan 1. They did not capture that magic. Now, keep in mind, though, the Jordan 1 was a tough sell because they gave that shoe to Michael Jordan before he'd even stepped on the court. He had a lot to prove as a rookie. Obviously, the rest is history. We know exactly what took place. So many millions, billions of Air Jordans have been sold. But back then, that wasn't a guarantee. The Jordan 2 followed up the Jordan 1 in a very disappointing fashion. 
They were going for exclusivity and they were going for quality with that Italian leather and they were selling it as such. It just didn't make the jump. And Tinker Hatfield came in and the Jordan 3 saved Jordan brand, kept Michael with Nike and the rest is history. But the Jordan 2 got a little bit more of a shine last year and I think people are starting to come around. We're going to see a lot of Jordan 2 low tops, which actually I think in some ways are better than the high tops. It just depends on the colorway. But we're also going to see again the reimagined theme for a Jordan Classic coming up here. The Jordan 1 Lost and Found, which when we first heard about it was called the Jordan 1 Reimagined, that piqued a lot of people's interest. This time, we're getting a reimagined Jordan 3 cement in the free throw line. I can't wait. Now, the free throw line is a little bit different, but they kind of go hand in hand. The cements in the free throw line, very, very similar. But the Jordan 3 white cements are some of the most iconic shoes. A lot of people prefer the black cements. I happen to like the white cements. The reimagined version is going to be a very similar aesthetic to the Jordan 1 Lost and Found. What we don't know is what the story will be behind it. To me, that is probably going to be the most hyped and look forward to Air Jordan in the first quarter of 2023. And why not? We've already seen leaked photos. It looks very, very clean. It doesn't look as if they're going the same round as the Lost and Found. We're not going to see any worn leather, intentionally worn leather. I think we're going to see some off-white. We're going to see a little bit of weathering on it in terms of the midsole. I think it's going to have a more vintage look as if it's been in your closet for a while. And I think this is a sign of things to come for Jordan brand. I think we're going to see this more and more. And kind of hearkening back to the Virgil Abloh episode that we did a couple weeks ago, that's really kind of what some of his vision was. He was starting to go down that route. Remember the Jordan 2 low top that he did? He took that from a sample that was basically in a museum and he basically recreated it in the off-white aesthetic. And I think that's pretty cool. Some other things, we're obviously gonna see some Jordan 1 OG highs. We always are going to see those. We're gonna see true blue Jordan 1s. If you remember the true blue Jordan 3s, white, a little bit of blue, I think we're going to see that on Jordan 1. It's going to be great. The cool gray is coming back. We've already had the cool gray 4s. We've seen the cool gray 5s come out. I believe we've seen cool gray 9s too. Now we're going to get cool gray 6s. Cool grays always sell. It's a very, very clean aesthetic and I happen to love it. Jordan 5 UNC, 100% that's going to sell. I kind of see it similar to the Trophy Room 5s, but it's going to be a lot more UNC focused. It's going to be baby blue. There's not going to be some hits of red. There's not going to be those design elements that we have come to know from the Trophy Room releases with all the history with Michael. However, I think the UNC 5 is really going to sell. The craft theme. We're going to see Jordan 4 crafts. I believe there's Jordan 5 crafts that are going to be coming out. There's probably going to be some others that come out along the way. That's going to be something to look forward to. That's going to be something to keep an eye on. What is that aesthetic going to be? Right now, it seems as if it's going to be different materials on a shoe, and I think it's going to be very plain, very clean. So that's something to look forward to. In my mind, I think one of the most hype releases this year, it depends on how your mileage varies, of course, on this, because the Travis Scott lineage of Jordan Low Tops has been pretty extensive to this point. I would make the argument that it has been too much of a good thing. But we're going to get one more and apparently it's going to be a women's exclusive and it's going to be the Jordan 1 Low Olives. I happen to like these quite a bit. They kind of remind me of the reverse mochas where you're going to see the color blocking with majority white. I really like the olive color and with a hit of black. Some people are going to put some red laces on it. Personally, I think they're very nice. A lot of people are ranking them last and I think the reason that people are ranking them last is because of what I just said. A little bit of Travis Scott fatigue. We're going to see a Celtics Jordan 1 OG high. I think that one is going to sell. Obviously, a lot of people in Boston are going to like that. If you're an old head or somebody who gets into the history of all of this, obviously, Michael playing those 80 Celtics teams way back in the day, there's a little bit of history there. 
we're going to see the Thunder Jordan 4s. We saw the Lightnings re-release a couple of years ago. Now we're going to get the Thunder. If you're looking to reunite those two and have the collection, that is your chance. One of the most controversial things that has come out is the Spider-Verse Jordan 1 OG highs because the current samples that we're seeing or the leaked pictures, not very good. They're not going to match the same intensity as the other Spider-Man Jordan 1 that came out, which is one of the more unique colorways of the Jordan 1 that's come out in the last 10 years. The UNC Jordan 2 low, Michael wore at a return to UNC game after he had been drafted and been playing for the Bulls. I think that one is going to pique a lot of people's interest. Any Jordan with UNC on it is going to be a huge hit. And the other one that I think people are looking forward to that we've seen some leaked photos of, Ama Manier is going to continue. This is going to be the third year in a row they're going to release an Air Jordan, this time a Jordan 12. So they're going a little bit further down the line, and I think that that is interesting. It's going to be the same color scheme and the same color aesthetic, but hey, they've managed to hit a home run every single shoe that they have released, so I have utter faith they are going to continue to do that. The Nike Dunk. The Nike Dunk is obviously hot and heavy still. They are manufacturing them basically faster than people can put them on their feet. So we're going to see a ton of those. We're going to see a litany of highs and lows that we know. It's hard to predict the kind of colorways that we're going to see because so many general releases come out and they can use any permutation of colors and materials on it and they're going to sell out. What we don't know is what kind of Nike SB collaborations that we're going to get. Something like the Unions, something like the Orange Lobsters. We don't know what kinds of collaborations we're going to see. But I do know that we're going to see a lot of fire shoes, both in SB and non-SB dunks. But I like the fact that there are so many simple colorways and color blockings that are intricately designed. Honestly, what it does is it provides a lot of people the ability to have some sort of everyday wear shoes. I know that the Panda Dunks got absolutely trashed because there were so many of them. But here's the thing, it's an everyday shoe, it's a general shoe. You can rock that. Maybe it's not for everybody because there's too much of a good thing. Some people like less shoes out in the wild, some people are okay with there being more. Think about how many Yeezy 350s there are. Yeah, there's a lot of different colorways, but some of those colorways are not discernible from one another. So you could make the argument that Yeezy is kind of saturating the brand, but that's what they wanted to do. Why can't the Nike Dunk be the new Air Force One in terms of wearability, in terms of accessibility? I think that's what they're trying to go for. However, though, they are trolling us a little bit, and I mean Nike is trolling us because we're getting the reverse Panda Lows. They've obviously heard the criticism over the last year, and they're trolling us by giving us a reverse of it, basically to say, see, look, we're not giving you the same thing. How about basketball PEs? Now, this past year, obviously, we saw Kyrie leave Nike, and so that's one huge piece of the Nike pie that is gone. But we're going to see a lot of PEs this year. I think Giannis has been pretty good selling. We're going to see a new LeBron. We're going to see a new KD. Those are just obvious. We're going to see them. We don't know what they're going to look like. They're going to be very, very similar to the previous iterations. But I thought the latest LeBron was actually one of his best. Technologically, obviously, it's a great shoe because a lot of people wear it in the NBA. So clearly, it is good for playing basketball. This one had a little bit more of an OG aesthetic, in my opinion. It kind of went back to some of the early LeBrons that were a little bit chunkier, but honestly, I think that they looked a lot better than some of the last few that have come out. I've not been a huge fan of LeBron's. Now, I don't play basketball, so I don't have a need to have basketball-specific shoes. I just thought the KDs were a little bit more sleek and a little bit more simple, and you could do a lot more with them, but we're gonna see a new one of those. Obviously, we're gonna see a new Air Jordan. I believe this is gonna be the 38 or 39. I can't remember. The new Air Jordan always debuts in September, so we're gonna see that. The last few, they have done a good job of going back to the Air Jordan 30 years as previous. So we may see some nods to the Air Jordan 8 or 9. Again, I can't remember where we are in this lineage. It's probably the 38. But either way, we're going to see a new Air Jordan. 
Are we going to see a return of Kobe retros? Obviously, we saw the Mambasita, Kobe sixes last year, but are we going to see more? Because we know that that relationship has been rekindled and we know that there's a lot of money to be made. The Kobe shoes are going to sell out regardless because of his legacy that he has left behind. And I think that it will be interesting. The other thing that I want to keep an eye on as well is a new crop of Jordan brand athletes. We know that some of these rookies have signed with Jordan brand, but what we haven't seen is a signature shoe yet. Can they capture the magic that LaMelo Ball had with his Rick and Morty Pumas that we talked about? Those were straight fire. And for a very first player edition, pretty amazing to nail it on the first try. So that's some things to look forward to. Some intrigue though is Adidas and Yeezy. We've talked about Kanye and Adidas no longer having a relationship anymore. We know that that is done. We know that Adidas wants to continue on with Yeezys without using the Yeezy name and the brand, but obviously all the design elements of it. When I hear that, what I assume is that we're going to see something like the Wave Runners is just not going to say Yeezy on it. Adidas really didn't have a great year in 2022. The mutual separation of Kanye and them obviously was one thing, but they didn't have a lot of really original shoes that came out that sort of knocked your socks off. And they didn't have a lot of other things that came out that really set them apart. Yeezy was a brand that kept them running. And Kanye, for all the things that he has done, for all the things that he has said, he kept Adidas afloat in this battle versus Jordan brand because sneaker culture has gotten crazy ever since the advent of the Yeezy in 2015. And honestly, it's just going to continue to get higher. And Adidas is going to have an interesting time trying to tread water in this when Jordan brand has all the resources and now they don't have the Yeezy brand to go back on. Yes, maybe they're going to take the designs that have already been created. They may give us like the Zebra 350s, Wave Runner 700s, whatever. But how are they going to innovate beyond that? That's what Kanye was doing. And that's what Jordan Brand has with all these new athletes, all these people wanting to design and collaborate with Jordan Brand. There are a lot of possibilities for them. And on the other hand, you have New Balance who's continuing to rise in the ranks. And the new Bodega release that just happened at the end of December, that was really cool. It was an easy cop with the Citadel Blue on it. But you know what? Those are the types of collaborations that I think are going to set New Balance apart from Adidas going forward. Adidas is always going to have their athletic gear. They're always going to have their running gear. I'm talking specifically about sneaker culture itself. How is Adidas going to continue along the path of being number two? Can they sustain that? Whereas New Balance just continues to collaborate with more and more people and come out with fire colorway after fire colorway. Eventually, they are going to pass. And I think that one of the big stories of this year is will this be the year? Will New Balance finally take over and will New Balance become the number two in shoes? It's no longer just a dad shoe. A lot of rappers, a lot of celebrities are putting their design elements on it and you're seeing a lot of people wearing them. New Balances are 100% cool. And I think in 2023, this is my prediction, I think that New Balance will supplant Yeezy and Adidas as the number two favorite in sneaker culture. You heard it here first. When I'm wrong late this year in December of 2023, and we are on the cusp of 2024, you all can write the show and tell me that I was full of crap. What is the shoe you're looking most forward to releasing this year? Is it something that we already know about? Is it something that has been rumored, but we don't have any details on? And what would be one you'd love to see that hasn't been announced? Is there a colorway? an old colorway? Is there a silhouette? Whatever that you want to see this year that hasn't been released that would make your sneaker year. Get in touch with me. Instagram at firefootwearpod is the handle. Hit me up personally on Twitter at Freights is the handle. Email me questions or comments, whether it's shoes you want to see released, something you like or don't like about the show, whatever it is. Firefootwearpod at gmail.com is the way to do that. 
please visit the Matty Ice Media Network website, www.mattyicemedia.com. You can find the links in the show notes. You can find the link to our merch. You can also find all the other podcasts that we support, such as the Iceman and Coach Sports Show, Political Football, which is a live stream during the NFL season, and The Manual by my friend Cleve Wason, who started really all of this on the network. So show him some love. If you're listening to this show on Apple or Spotify, please follow, rate, leave a review. It means a lot. It keeps the show growing. It keeps the show visible. And that means that 2023, along with all these sneaker releases, can continue to be fire release after fire release. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope that this finds you safe. I will talk to you next week. And this is Fire Footwear. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.